I'm Luke. And I'm Marie. This is Colloquializing History. The podcast where we colloquialize history. Sources in the description. How are you? I'm good. After about a ten minute break, here we are again. We're, do- we're doing this, like, <laughs> back back. we're doing some marathoning. It's, uh, it's a useful way to do this. This one is going to be a little different. I'm excited. Because we decided to do a little bit more of a collaborative episode-ish, where we... You know what this is about. It's about space flight and exploration in space. Because that's dope as hell. So, what we're going to do is we ha- we each have a list of facts that we have collected uh, like in front of us. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to keep trying to one-up each other, kind of. And just For be coolness good. of facts. Yeah. Yeah. What is your first fact about the history of space exploration? First fact, the first manned space flight. It was in 1961. It was by a Russian cosmonaut named Yuri Gagarin. Yeah. So he was the first man to ever leave the surface of the Earth. But he didn't orbit, right? They no, just he shot did. Him up there? He oh. did. That's that's what made it special. Because like we could just put people on airplanes. Oh, they love the Earth. Yeah. But like no, he orbited the Earth and he came down a while later. How long does it take to orbit? Depends where you are. Sure. Um, so, like, I think the ISS, I could be very, very wrong, orbits in about 90 minutes. Okay. I could be very wrong. Yeah, we don't know that. Um, Sorry for asking you questions so like, that you didn't research for. <laughs> uh, no, but it depends on how high up you are. Sure. So how your altitude is the only thing that determines... Um, like how the, far you are away from... Yeah. yeah, how far you are away from the Earth's center is the only thing that determines um, the th- length of time. Sure. Well, that... For any given body. Because then there's things like if gravity is stronger, it'll be faster. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. So he was the first dude. He was a Russian guy. Mm-hmm. Or a Soviet guy. And, and that really, really started the space race. Mm-hmm. Because the U.S. was like, damn it. Yeah, the U.S. is like, they did this before us. You know what? We're going to get to the moon within the decade. JFK was like... And that's what happened. And then the U.S. was the first to get to the moon, which is objectively cooler. Objectively cooler. Than just orbiting. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? My first fact is about the Apollo 11 mission. Oh. They were there. So the boys um, got there. Yeah. So uh, a video that uh, author Charles Fishman did for the History Channel um, talked about how. So for the Apollo Eleven mission, when Apollo Eleven mission, when Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong were out out there, you know, doing and then the third guy in the control ship, Glenn something, right? I don't know. Yeah, John Glenn. I don't know. I just know that Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and the other guy. Yeah, rip, rip kind of, that guy. I feel so bad for that guy. Yeah. Okay. So those two were like out, out, you know, and they came back into their, what is the word for their like capsule? space vehicle? The capsule. Um, and were covered in lunar dust, obvi. Yeah, so, as one is. Yeah. So the dust, when exposed to the air in the space capsule... The astronauts said it smelled like burnt fireworks and fireplace ashes. Huh. And so that's kind of cool. Like, and then yeah. by the time the space rock samples that they had, like, taken, like, got back to Earth and they, and the, the, uh, the scientists, like, un- 
you know, unpacked them and stuff, yeah. like, the smell had faded. But, that's weird. But they were, like... So that's what the that's what moon smells like apparently. <laughs> I've no I've also heard something similar that like the vacuum of space smells like burnt steak. Yeah. So like obviously you can't have a smell of nothing. But like if you're in a place that's been exposed to space like the metal of the space station, mm-hmm. the vacuum will pull some of the ions out of the metal. And those linger when you fill the thing back up with air. Mm. So it'll smell like burnt steak. So I feel like if it's something similar to that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A burnt smell. Burnt? Wow. That's really cool. So apparently that's what the moon smells like. That's really cool. I would Exploded love to smell fireworks. the moon. Right? Yeah. No, and I think it's interesting. So, like, yeah, it's whack to think that, like, the moon has a smell that almost no one has smelled. Yeah, oh, very few people have smelled this smell. And most of them, I think, are from Ohio. Hmm. That's that's just like a weird coincidence. There's a thing on the NASA website that's like, these are all of our... Na- or there's a, there's a website out there saying, like, there's an unusually high number of people in NASA, that of astronauts that are from Ohio. Good for them. It's weird. It's just a weird coincidence. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the moon has a smelly smell. It smells... Smelly. I would love to smell the moon. If anybody out there can go to the moon and bring me a vacuum sealed jar of moon dust, I would love to smell that. Yeah. I'm almost certain it's not going to hurt me if I just put my nose all up in there. Because the moon was part of the earth. Sure. And then there was a bang. And then it was like, oh, and then, and yeah. then it all collected in the moon. Yeah. Another planet hit our planet. Hands off, planet. This is our planet. <laughs> this is our planet. You are you think you're going to be in our orbit? Nah. Yeah. We're going to smash you, and we're going to win. It's just whack that, like, humans, like, got up there. The moon. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's really crazy. Um, I have another moon fact. Hashtag so, moon fact. Okay, I've heard that the most permanent structures, I don't know if they're actually the most permanent structures, but they will be there for a super, super long time, longer than anything on Earth will be here, is the footprints that the astronauts left on the moon. Because there's nothing to wash them away, erode them away, because there's no air on the moon. There's no wind, there's no water. Yeah, there's no wind, there's no water, there's no volcanic activity, which would eventually, like, recycle the, the surface. So unless, like an asteroid or something hits the moon and like covers it up or just destroys it that's gonna be there for basically ever that's pretty cool yeah it's like eventually something is gonna mess it up but something it's not just gonna wear away like something would on earth that's interesting yeah whoa Mm -hmm. imagine like looking up at the moon and being like my foot's up there yeah We've left a lot of stuff on the moon, too. Like old rovers and stuff? Old or... rovers and stuff. And we've, like, intentionally placed things. Nobody, except for the people who, like, put it up there, know exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, a retro reflector on the moon. So if you shine a laser at it, it'll bounce the laser light directly back at you. Mm. So, like, 
we know we've been to the moon because you can shine a laser at it. Because, like, that's not just going to regularly happen. And that's how we measure the distance to the moon now. Whoa. Yeah. So they put that there when they were on the moon? Yeah, somebody did. I don't know who. But somebody put a retro reflector on the moon. So we shine a laser light because we know how fast light moves. And we just count the time it takes to get back. That's cool. Yeah. So just imagine blasting the, the moon with a laser to do some science. That's pretty science. Yeah. That's hella science right there. That's cool. Yeah. Do you have another fact? I have another fact if you want. Yeah. So um, this is another video that Charles Fishman did for the History Channel. But um, he talked about how bringing... An, um, so you know how like the moon landing has the American flag and there's all the conspiracy theories like around the American flag. Okay. Well, so you're aware of the American flag that was left on the moon. There what? Yes. Yes. So that that they were going to bring an American flag to the moon was kind of like a last minute PR decision. Oh. So NASA just kind of like got some store bought flags and they didn't really have time to train the astronauts like Buzz and Neil cuz they were the ones that were going to be out there. Um they didn't really have time to train them in any kind of like anti-gravity situation on how to plant the flag on the moon. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like okay. you're not like stabbing something into the ground and there's it's normal. Like there's like no gravity. So you're just kind of sitting there with, well, yeah. well there's less there's gravity. There's less gravity. Yeah. About yeah. a sixth. Yeah. So yeah. you're, you know, you're kind of like, like imagine trying to do that. Um, yeah. And they didn't, yeah, they didn't really like train them on how to put it on there. So it took them like a ton of tries. <laughs> <laughs> to like get it to stick. They're just trying. To... Yeah, and um, later, uh, N- Neil and Buzz had talked about like, um, like how terrified they were of like the flag falling over, because it was like on camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what if Whoa, like what? I'm trying to do this and like the flag falls over? Like, just imagine. That would be the worst <laughs> thing. Because we think about because obviously yeah like the American flag like mm-hmm. is a like. The code around the American flag is like it can't touch the ground. Yeah. Um. You know that probably counts on the moon too. <laughs> they probably didn't think of that, but um. Yeah, like just think of like you know everyone around the world was watching these mm-hmm. Americans like go on the moon and like imagine like if it had just fallen over and everyone watching live was like. <gasps> All the Americans were like, <laughs> like wincing, and yeah. Then, like all the Soviets would be like, yeah! exactly. Like, that would have looked so dumb and bad. That would that they did a good job. Yeah, I'm proud of those boys. That's funny. Did I ever tell you that Buzz Aldrin tweeted about my research group once? What? Yeah. Wait, no, I think you have told me that. Yeah, there was one time I was at a research conference for my research group, Misfit. Look us up. We're pretty dope. Mars stuff. Yeah, we we are doing stuff to help get people to Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like, got interviewed at a re- at a physics research conference last year. Mm-hmm. And an article was written about us. And then Buzz Aldrin said, the future looks bright with young minds like these. And I was like, that's me. Buzz, I love you. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Most of what I know about Buzz Aldrin is that he was... So this isn't most, right? <laughs> but, like, my contemporary... Because we all know about... 
uh, Neil Armstrong, right? Like, he's, like, he the, the guy first. that was the first one on the moon. Yeah. So when I first learned that Buzz Aldrin was the second guy, it was because when I was really little, he was on, I shit you not, Dancing with the Stars. Whoa. Buzz Aldrin on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> he was very old. Did he dance to, like, Fly Me to the Moon or something? He probably did. But, like... That's a great song. Okay. That... Yeah, if like... If he doesn't listen to that song every day... Let me find a picture of Buzz Aldrin doing Dancing with the Stars. I would be so upset. Okay, you're not ready. Here's Buzz Aldrin on... Everyone listening, go Google Buzz Aldrin Dancing with the Stars. Whoa. This is whack. He was so old, He's just an old dude. He's just an old dude dancing. Oh my god, look at the set they used with the American flag. Um, There's this set where it's like Buzz Aldrin and his partner and there's a big, like, American flag. Like, it looks like they planted on the moon. Um... I think he's wearing his Medal of Freedom. Is that his Medal of Freedom? Wow, Buzz. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Not weird flex, but like flex. Flex on us, Buzz. So, yeah, that's the bulk of what I know about. Um, that's how, that's... I first learned about Buzz Aldrin's exper- existence on that season. When? What season? 2010. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I watched those 10 years ago. I watched Buzz Aldrin on Dancing with the Stars 10 years ago. Wow. Thanks for coming to my An TED icon. Talk. Yeah, other, other iconic members of that season, Wendy Williams, the talk show host, Nicole Scherzinger won of the Pussycat Dolls. She's a dancer. Of course she won. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. That, you know, I didn't really realize that that would be a history of space exploration fun fact, but I mean, it, that's it a fun really one is. for Buzz you. Buzz Aldrin lost Dancing with the Stars. He went home early. I mean, if you think about it, he was very old. He's a very old guy. And that's not ageist, but like, this is like an athletic competition. Yeah. He danced very well. Like, I remember being impressed. Wow. So, another thing about that flag is that like... They planted it, and, like, the sun's rays just aren't filtered on the moon. Like, there's no atmosphere to keep them off of the flag, right? And, like, even stuff on Earth that you leave outside for a while, like, gets... Like, faded. Yeah, gets faded. So... (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) These flags? Lit. Um, High as fuck. um, So the flag on the moon has actually been bleached white. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. How do we know it still hasn't fallen over? We don't. I, I, we haven't been to the moon in a long time, so I guess, I don't know. Is there anything to knock it over? There's nothing to knock it over. Unless it was just slowly tipping forever. I mean, which makes, which would, I mean, maybe. So, I mean, I guess there's a possibility, but I would say no. Because there's no, like, breeze to push it over. Yeah. I wonder, because, yeah, like, how, like, they ended up just getting, like, a store-bought flag, and that's what's on the moon. Like, I wonder if they would have, if, like, more modern material science could have made a flag where the colors didn't fade. 
I think that would be very, very difficult. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if you can make many things that can survive the sun. Like, the sun, the sun is the ultimate enemy. Like, you've seen that picture, what would win a trillion lions or the sun? The answer is the sun. The sun, because you throw those lions into the sun to they try just... to, like, attack it. It just makes the sun hotter. The sun always wins. The sun will always win. Hey, remember a couple weeks ago, the sun king? Yeah. Not a couple weeks ago. You mean like three days ago? We recorded that episode like three days ago, but yeah. Um. Yeah, the Sun King. Well, like the Sun King versus the Sun. The, the Sun, sun would win. Would every win. Time. Every Imagine time. the Sun King versus a truly alliance. The Sun. I think the Lions would win. I think so too. <laughs> Who would win? The Sun King's son, or a man with a Louis, guillotine? Louis the Fifteenth. Louis the Fifteenth, I don't think, was killed, but Louis the Sixteenth was. Oh. His grandson. Wait, because there was Big Lou. Yep. Yeah, so... The in-between guy, and then... Yeah, so I said the Sun King's nearly son. Nearly headless Lou. I said the Sun King's son. You might not have heard me. The Sun King's Sun King... The Sun King's son's son. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, who would win? The guillotine or him? The answer is the guillotine. The answer is the guillotine. Who would win, the guillotine or the sun? The sun. There's nothing to cut off of the sun. It's a ball of plasma. The sun wins. The sun would win. If you threw a sun at another sun, they would just become a bigger sun. So if... One really big sun, one less big sun. Thrown together. Well, would they be smaller or bigger? I think it would be bigger. Because gravity... Speaking of gravity... (laughs) (laughs) You got another history of space exploration fact. Well, this is more just a fun fact about people who space travel. There we go. So, astronauts that are on the International Space Station and just, like, orbiting, Mm -hmm. they actually age slower than you or I do on Earth. I think I've heard of that before. Yeah, because thanks to Einstein, we have the theory of relativity. Mm Mm-hmm. And what that says is the faster you go, it's like the more velocity you have relative to something else, Mm -hmm. the slower your time will tick. So if you're going really fast. If you're going really fast, like you're orbiting the Earth. Like an interstellar. Like an interstellar. That is subtly different. Okay. Because it's the same effect, time dilation, but if you're near... A strong gravitational thing. So, like, if you're in a strong gravitational field, time also slows down for you. Mm. So it was, like, both of them combined. Well, because, like, if the people on the International Space Station were not moving, mm-hmm. we would be aging slower. Sure. But the effect of the velocity is more than the effect of gravity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they are aging slower because they are moving so fast. Sure. But if there was no gravity, if they weren't moving, we would be aging slower. So if people, so people hanging out in the space station, mm-hmm. how how much slower are they aging? Oh, it's like it's negligible. Yeah. Like it's not like you would never see it. So it's not even like a day. Oh, not even close. Okay. Like a few millionths of a second. Oh. 
when... Like, uh, in that ballpark. Yeah. But they're still aging slower. But that, like, is a big problem for, like, GPS satellites. So we have to constantly adjust the GPS clocks to be synchronized with clocks on the Earth. Oh, but they're they're different. Because they're so... Because they're, they need to be so accurate. Mm-hmm. So, like, because the clocks on satellite on GPS satellites need to be so accurate, they, like, we need to take into account time dilation. Interesting. So, like, that's how we know that Einstein was right in that sense. Hmm. We don't know if he's completely right. He's almost certainly not completely right. But we, he hasn't been proven wrong yet. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so, like you said, yeah, like Interstellar, we could get some Murph moments. Where you're just sitting there crying because your daughter has aged 20 years. Rough. Yeah. Murph. I did a whole presentation on Interstellar a few months he ago. He did. Could talk a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have another fact? I are don't. you out of facts? I'm out of facts. Am I the winner? I've won. Because I have at least two more facts. <laughs> Proceed with your facts. I have more facts. Okay, Ugh. this one is not a space travel fact, so I guess we're still kind of tied. Because okay. this, is, this is just a fun fact that I thought we could talk about. Um, in a very long time, it's so like billions of years from now, mm-hmm. the Milky Way galaxy and the Andromeda galaxy are going to combine into the same galaxy cool yeah it's like if you look up at night and like if you have like a really dark sky um you can look up and you can see andromeda Mm -hmm. it's just kind of it looks just kind of like a star but it's actually coming towards us so like over time it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until they merge into the same galaxy Mm. so they're just like andromeda's just like i want some milky ways we all do and the Milky Way is like gross, that's the worst candy. And then they're gonna merge. Um that's kind of like big history, but in the future. <laughs> history, but in the future. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that like everything is gonna be destroyed. Cause like hearing two galaxies are colliding is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. But the they're so like the stars have such big distances between them that nothing is going to collide with us, hmm. you know? Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I have one more fact for you if you want to hear it. I'm so shamed by my lack of space history facts. I thought what I had was sufficient. <laughs> this one's a question. Okay. How many dogs have been to space? I bet several. But not as ma- mon- more monkeys than dogs have been to space. I do you know that? I think so. How many dogs have been to space? The best answer I could find. My, my. Can I guess? Yeah. Eight. Eight dogs. Is that your final answer? No, I think it's smaller than that. Four dogs. Final answer. Four dogs. Is my answer. The answer is over 20. Holy, oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia page for Soviet space dogs. Sure. So, the like, there, a lot of them have had 
like monuments made to them. A couple of them have died in oh, no. space. Oh no. Cause like that just comes with the territory. You know, like should we have sent those dogs to space? I don't probably not. Um dogs can't consent yeah. to maybe I'll die, send me up there. Mm-hmm. And according to space.com, there have been 32 monkeys in space. Yeah, lots of... Because didn't... I just remember being surprised learning about that. I went to Florida when I was like 10 or 11. And um, we saw a lot of these sites where they like launched rockets off. Mm-hmm. And um, the museums had pictures of all the space monkeys. Not to be confused with the Arctic monkeys. <laughs> What is your shocked face looking at the internet? I've searched how many dogs have been to space just to, like, try to get a more concrete number than more than 20. Mm-hmm. And it says the Soviet... This is according to space.com. Um, <laughs> the Soviet Union had slots for 57 dogs. However, because some dogs flew more than once, fewer than 57 per- actually participated. That's a lot of sp- slots for space dogs. You mean like in one craft? No. I'm sure, no. That would be a lot of dogs. Like planned excursions for gotcha. dogs to go. So th- they did 57. Yeah, but like since some of them probably went twice less than that. Yes. Wow. That's a lot of dogs. Did the U.S. ever send animals into space or did we have like animal rights <laughs> issues with that i don't know i'm gonna google it i would assume the answer is yes and everyone enjoy this keyboard asmr is... the united states launched flights containing monkeys and primates primarily between 1948 and 1961 with one flight in 69 and one in 85 well so that's interesting. Space monkeys. Not to be confused with the Arctic monkeys. Ha ha ha. Repeat yeah. of a joke. Okay, this is <laughs> this is actually very sad. So Wikipedia says that um there was a Russian dog named Laika. Yep. And it was that was the first animal to orbit the earth. Mm-hmm. But Laika died from overheating up there. Oh no. That's really sad. I'm sad. How did this happen? Oh my god, a related a related question cuz Google like people also ask how many dead astronauts are floating in space? In space? I don't know. I feel like that that number is pretty low. This is a this is Wikipedia. As of 2020, there have been 14 astronaut and four cosmonaut fatalities during spaceflight. Astronauts have also died while training for space missions, such as the Apollo 1 launch pad fire, which killed the entire crew of three. Um, Because I feel like if a ship is going to fail, it's going to fail pretty early on. No, so don't make it to space. No Soviet or Russian cosmonauts have died during spaceflight since 1791. What? 1791? 1971. 1971. <laughs> the one-day mission was played. Yeah. So it looks like no one no one has died in there. 
like up there. Animals have, but people haven't. That was a less fun fact at the end. Yeah. Sorry about that. And I'm all out of facts to give. Well, a lot of those were pretty fun. Yeah. I will say I am the clear victor. I would say that a lot of your facts, while they were fun and about space exploration, they weren't about the history of space exploration. So do we tie? No. (laughs) I contend we do. I disagree. Well, while we fight about that, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. You're wrong. Thanks. You're wrong. Nope. Okay. Hey, Hey, listeners, Luke's wrong. Bye. Marie's wrong.